Hello, I'm Evan Marquette, the dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You Podcast. Keep listening to learn how often you should hear from your guy. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a happy relationship where you feel safe, heard, and understood. Before we get into that, however, a couple things. I, I am just back from my summer vacation, so I should be tan. I don't really look in the mirror too much, so I couldn't tell you if I'm tan. I did shave for you this morning, so you're welcome. Uh, I was in the deep south, uh, Savannah, Charleston, and I don't know if there was something in the air, some sort of hay fever, but I got something in my throat. So if I do some deep hacking cough, some residual hay fever, I'm telling you that's in the cards. I've barely slept the past couple nights because I have been coughing. So I apologize if it interferes with the content of today's podcast. Uh, before we begin, just a b brief bit of housekeeping for some upcoming events here at Evan Marquette's. First is a unique free coaching call that I'm going to be offering in which I'm coaching three active Love You clients through their biggest fears, concerns, and limiting beliefs around dating. Uh, I'm not offering you coaching. I'm offering you to be a witness to coaching for people who are already my clients, they are very courageous to allow me to share this with you on the internet since this is pretty personal stuff. And I hope you could appreciate after you witness these uh, coaching sessions, how universal these issues are and how it applies to you and perhaps how good coaching could be for you. So if you want to see what it's like to get coaching from me one-on-one -on -one and overcome your fears and negativity when it comes to dating and relationships, Click on www.evanmarcats.com forward slash live stream to register for this free event, which is on Thursday, July 20th. The second event that needs to be on your radar is my Believe in Love Bootcamp. If you are tired of dating men who fail to love you like you deserve, if you're afraid of being vulnerable, since every man you've ever met has ultimately disappointed you, if you're on the verge of giving up on dating entirely instead of persevering to find Mr. Right, Join me to break through your fear and anxiety and receive a step-by-step -step process that makes lasting love inevitable. In Believe in Love Bootcamp, I will share this easy seven-step process to letting go of the past, embracing the present, and dating with confidence in a small group coaching setting. It's a one-day intensive training uh, for people who are serious about getting unstuck. Saturday, August 5th, and we're going to turn your love life around, turn your negative into a positive, and quickly jumpstart your love life. This is an amazing chance to take action. If you're a listener, if you've been on the fence about doing something about your love life instead of just listening to the podcast, and you're really ready to attract your guy already, go to evanmarkcats.com forward slash bootcamp and register for the event before it sells out, which it will. All right, now to begin. The Love You Insight of today is about how often you should hear from your guy. And the title of this is a little bit misleading. Um, not that I'm, you know, I'm bait and switching you. It's that it's more complicated than how often you should hear from your guy because it really depends on a lot of factors. And I want to break that down uh, into granular details so you can make good decisions. We don't want to do uh, brute 
uh, blanket advice that is ineffective. So we want to make distinctions based on how long you've known each other, the status of your relationship, factor in how often you're getting together. So there's a lot here, and I urge you to take out your nuance pencil because there's a lot more to it than you should hear from your boyfriend every morning and every night if you've been together for more than two days. That's generally not how it works. So um, first, how often should you hear from a guy and see a guy in the first couple weeks of online dating? That is debatable. And uh, we're going to start the debate by pointing out that people tend to get into relationships in two ways. This is in the Love You course. Um, there's the Insta relationship where you, you feel it, you go on a first or second date, you're in, he's in, next thing you know, you're sleeping together, your boyfriend, girlfriend. And it's a common way of getting into relationships. It's not a particularly effective one, but people do it all the time. Um, I could wave my finger and say, no, you need to slow down like I'm your parent. It's not, it doesn't matter what I say. You're still going to do that because it feels good. It feels right. Uh, diving into a new, exciting relationship always feels better than cautiously dating online and keeping your options open and really being the CEO. But if you picked up anything here and uh, you understand that we're, we're not about right and wrong, we're about effective versus ineffective Perhaps you've discovered through life experience that it's more effective to vet your partner before you hire your partner. And so then we've got a different ramp up period. Because at the beginning one, those people are texting 42 times a day. There's nothing really to learn from that. Um, so we're li looking for something that's sort of healthy. Because the question comes from, is this normal, right? Is this guy... A player is this guy, an avoidant is this guy. You know, I work with women who are trying to find things wrong with men to protect their hearts. And so most of the questions I get in coaching are, is this normal? Right? Because I don't want to make a mistake here. I don't want to give this guy too much leeway. I don't want to uh, 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 overreact to things that aren't there, but I don't want to ignore red flags. There's a, there's a lot. There, that's why this is an important podcast. So first couple of weeks of online dating, if you haven't dove right into it, are going to start off generally a little bit slower. Why? Because you're talking to 10 other people and he's talking to 10 other people. And realistically, if you're both talking to 10 other people, how much could you expect some guy to act like your boyfriend? Unless he's instantly decided he's your boyfriend which is also somewhat irrational, but common. So for healthier courtship processes, which we're going to say take four to six weeks, a made-up number, but that's going to start off at the beginning a little bit slower. It might start off with uh, one text and one date a week or something like that. All right. And some guys are big on texting as a primary form of communication. Some guys um, think, I got a date on the books. I don't need to do too much texting. Why don't I need to do too much texting? Because getting together in person is my way of getting to know you. Texting is just a, 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 something that's functional. And it's another thing that, that often distinguishes men from women. It's not in every instance. instance. I know there's plenty of guys who are over texters who will send you pictures of their breakfast and write you long love letters. But in general... If we are going to generalize uh, uh, stereotypes, men communicate um, because to convey information, not to 
to connect. So if a guy is like, hey, we've made a date and um, I'm seeing you on Friday night, he might not feel compelled to text you for the next five days or to call you for the next five days. Why? He's going to see you on Friday night. And he's not your boyfriend. He's a stranger from the internet. So his job was to get the date. And so he's going to be talking to a whole bunch of other people. And what happens next depends on how that date goes. So at the beginning, you really got to give people some leeway because they don't know you, because they do have options. And so our expectations have to be modest. You can't expect a stranger from the internet to act like a boyfriend because he's talking to you and because you like him better than you like other candidates, right? That's, that's, that's the bar that's too high, which is why we're doing this podcast is because I work with women who think that because I like him, he should instantly start acting like my boyfriend, right? And I should be hearing from him multiple times a day and I should know where I stand with him. And he doesn't know where he stands with you. He doesn't know if he likes you. Remember, he, he hasn't even met you. Maybe he's met you once, right? Early phase dating. We need the slow ramp up. Right? Now, after he gets to know you, next step. Right? If you've been dating for three to five weeks, now we've gone out once or twice, but if you've been going out three to five weeks, in which case, hopefully, things are escalating, his efforts should show that they're escalating. That's how you know things are going better. And so let's, let's contrast that with the guy who starts off texting you once a week and seeing you once a week. Maybe that guy texts you more frequently, but he's still seeing you once a week and it's four weeks in. Not a great sign because if he wanted to see you more, he would be escalating more, right? He would be not just texting you more. He would actually be seeing you more because that's what's driving him to a relationship. He wants more of you. He wants more platonic time. He wants more physical time. He, he wants to take you off the market. And so if a guy's not taking greater action to see you and follow through with you at three to five weeks, there's a distinct possibility that this is all he wants. You're the once a week hookup, right? And he's perfectly fine with that. How do you know? Because that's all you're getting from him. And it doesn't mean he's a bad person, but you're not a priority. He's probably keeping you on the back burner a little bit right? until you find something better because having someone is often better than having no one. And he's not going to tell you that because he has no incentive to tell you that. And so just recognize we want to pay attention, not just to, to what happens on the date, how much I like him, how I feel about him, how connected we were, what a great conversationalist he is, how funny he is, how great a kisser he is. It's what kind of effort does he make after the date to say, I want to see you again is a more telling story, right? So we want to see that on-ramp of contacting you multiple times a day, seeing you multiple times a week in that three to five week period, which is letting you know that he's inching closer to wanting to be your boyfriend and you should develop some feelings to determine whether you think he's worthy of being your boyfriend. Remember, it's not just up to him, it's up to you as well, right? Then the final piece of how often you should hear from a guy is, okay, he's my boyfriend. Well, what does that mean? Well, I, I guess we've taken down our profiles. We're seeing each other. We're, um, we're sleeping together. But what if I don't feel safe in the relationship? Probably because he's not making you feel safe in a relationship. He wanted to get the girlfriend, which means I have someone to sleep with regularly. 
right? And I don't need to make a greater effort. Maybe that's his definition of a girlfriend is someone I'm sleeping with regularly, not someone I want to talk to every day or want to explore a future with, right? And that's when you can discover you're, you're misaligned and you can discover that relatively quickly. At this point, there's nothing wrong with having a conversation. Why? He's your boyfriend. You should feel safe communicating with your boyfriend. This is another thing that I talk about and love you. I'm a somewhat typical guy. I like to talk about relationships with women more than a typical guy, but I'm still somewhat of a typical guy. And uh, I remember my girlfriend would call me at uh, five o'clock at the end of her workday. I'm an entrepreneur. I'd work a little bit later than that. So every time she'd call, I'd get annoyed, not because there was anything wrong with her. It's because I was still working and I felt like I was being interrupted when I was working. So we're dating for a month or two and she'd call me at five and I'd be like, I still have more work to do. And she'd be like, I get the sense you don't like to be bothered while you're working. So tell you what, um, it would make me really happy to hear from you every day. And I did that typical guy thing like, oh, you know, I don't always have something to say every day. And I, there's not always something important going on every day. And she said, Devin, I completely understand. Not every day is a winner, but you're my boyfriend. I want to feel connected to you. So tell you what, I'm a night owl. Give me a call before you go to sleep. Even if you're calling me for five minutes, right? Even if, like, whatever it is, I just want to hear your voice. Could you do that for me? Yeah, I could do that for you. It's a very reasonable request from a girlfriend. She didn't attack me. She didn't make me wrong. Right? It was perfectly reasonable. I didn't necessarily want to do it, but it was reasonable. So I did it. And that became our way of communicating. I called her every night before I went to sleep. And sometimes it was five minutes, but more often than not, it was like an hour we would talk. Um, and it was an amazing way to stay connected. Uh, and it was all because she suggested that I do so. And I'm not saying that that is going to be every guy's reaction, but understand in the Venn diagram, the man who wants to please you kind of cares what you think. And if everything's on his terms and you're afraid to speak up, then you're never going, you're going to set a precedent where you have a boyfriend and you can't communicate with him. And you're suddenly the person who has essentially a texting relationship where you're basically texting back and forth, right? And hoping to feel more connected. And then in periods of silence, feeling really anxious. Why? Because you're not talking to him. You haven't even established that the talking is a thing. Right? When relationships turn into texting, if you're if you're content with that, by the way, if you're under 40 and you think you're cool with a texting relationship, that is your business. I'm not here to convince you that you're wrong. I don't think it's a fraction of the kind of relationship that you have when you're actually talking to someone or FaceTiming them, Zooming, whatever your methodology is to be connected to someone when you're not in the same room at the same time. So the answer to how often should you communicate depends upon the length and the depth of your relationship, right? And what you feel is reasonable, knowing that the man who is committed to be your boyfriend wants to make you happy, he's committed to making you happy, and a stranger on the internet, you don't really have any leverage over him, so you can't ask too much of him. So I hope that's an important distinction. I hope you got something out of that. And I hope you could take that into your dating life right now so that you can stop being so anxious when things are not ramping up quickly enough and also have a shorter fuse when you've been seeing a guy for a month and you're just the once a week girl and you realize I don't want to be the once a week girl and you're more likely to cut that guy off instead of being the once a week girl for four months, uh, which is a losing strategy. So if 
you dig that nuance and you want to uh, be able to bounce those things off of me in group coaching, go to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply, uh, apply to love you. If you're a good fit for coaching, I'll get on the phone with you. I'll have someone on my team get on the phone with you and we will discover how I could help you, what's not working in your love life, where you want to be in your love life, right? And we could plot this course for you to get from point A to point Z and actually get the love that you deserve. Happens all the, all the time around here. Every day I get something on social media is telling me, this guy doesn't exist, it never happens. I was on vacation last week. I got something from a client who had a, had a very strange disease and uh, it really impacted her life. Um, because it impacted her ability to talk. And I remember that was one of the biggest things holding her back. And so she lost all belief in men. And she posted uh, in my social media group uh, on uh, on Facebook that she finally found love maybe four years after we took the course. And so um, I'm always going to be an optimist. If, if you listen to these, these uh, podcasts and you feel like a pessimist, keep listening. Uh, I could help you if you let me. Um, so today's Love You Small Win. Just a short one, brief, concise, unlike me. I had a good week by backing off a guy I was feeling confused about. And even though we've had a couple of text exchanges, it's fine. Funneling solves all problems. So funneling by love you definition is that there's the top of the funnel and that's where all the guys are, right? And then you screen in and give a chance to some guys if he's like a six out of 10, all right, I'll swipe right. Maybe I'll consider talking to him. And then based on how he follows through his effort, how you feel about him, he has an opportunity to earn the right to take you out to dinner on a Saturday night. If you go out with one new guy each week, you're in business. That's what we mean by funneling. Half hour a day of online dating, one new date a week. And so my clients learn this guy's not the last man on earth. I need to have other options. I need to pay attention to how I feel. I need to pay attention to whether he treats me like a priority. And so the idea is that you don't want to get too hung up on any one guy until he's earned the right to be that person. And no man is real until he's your boyfriend. He's just hope, fantasy, projection, and potential. So you're evaluating men on effort rather than how much I like him compared to other people's profiles. We really want to judge guys on effort instead of letting them coast because they're cute. So um, my recommended read for the week, always thematically appropriate for these podcasts. I put a lot of thought into this, whether you know it or not. Uh, title of this article on my blog is called My Boyfriend Only Contacts Me Every Couple of Days. Am I Overreacting? And so this is uh, uh, a quote from a woman who's been sleeping with a guy for four months. Right? In love you, we don't do that. But Strangers right to me don't know that. Woman sleeping with a guy for four months writes, Now I'm itching for exclusivity. We have a lot of fun. We get along great. We support each other. And we still have serious chemistry. But I really only feel this when we're physically in each other's presence. You always say, so I guess she does listen, believe the negatives, ignore the positives. And I feel as though my only negative based on your guidelines for future boyfriends is that he doesn't contact me daily. I never feel as though he's forgotten about me or is pulling a disappearing act. However, he only initiates texts or sends emails every couple days and has slowed down on phone calls. So uh, talk about thematically appropriate. This is where I came up with the idea of mirroring 
uh, if you're dating a guy who is masculine energy, how do you know he's masculine energy? Um, generally, it's because you're attracted to him. He's got he's got confidence. He's got uh, uh, leadership skills. He has ambition. He has opinions. He he's a go getter. Um, those kind of guys are generally the kind of guys to take a, the lead in relationships with women. So if you're with a guy like that, and this is the effort he's giving you after four months, remember I said that's fine for about six weeks. This guy's been doing it for four months and she's wondering, where do I stand? This is when I go into the mirroring zone. Mirroring is just doing nothing, reacting to him, not chasing him, not calling him, not reminding him you're alive. All right, just see what kind of effort he makes and respond in kind. If you're not satisfied with the amount of energy he's providing the relationship, you're perfectly entitled to conclude as the CEO that this intern doesn't want the job bad enough. Because remember, men do what they want, right? And that, that's not, again, it never sounds profound when I say it because it's not, women do what they want too, but men do what they want is pretty important. They don't do what you want, they do what they want. If a guy wants to call you every day, he'll be calling you every day. If he wants to text you every day, he'll text you every day. If he wants to take down his profile and say, I think I'm falling for you, will you be my girlfriend? He'll do that too. If he wants to see you three times a week and introduce you to his friends and family, he'll do that too. If he's not doing those things, what does that tell you? It tells you that that's not what he wants. He wants to see you on these terms. Right? I want to see you once a week, text you a few times a week to, to stoke the fires. All right? Super low maintenance relationship, what we call a situationship. All right? And why are you not in a relationship? Because you didn't insist on a relationship. You let this go for four full months. So you'll come up with all sorts of excuses and justifications and they're partially true, like all limiting beliefs. They're partially true, but not totally true. Well, he's, he's been really busy. He's been on a work project. I was traveling. He was traveling. It's the summer. It was the holidays. It was the holidays. And so I was away for Thanksgiving and he was away for Christmas. And there's always a, a good reason as to why this situationship is not a full-fledged relationship. And all it does is ignore the elephant in the room. You know when a guy is really into you. You've been alive long enough. I don't have 15-year-olds listening to this podcast. I've got adults listening to this podcast. When was the last time you had a guy who was crazy for you? Right? Really, really, really liked you. Where there was un it was undeniable that he liked you. How do they act? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing this weekend? Are you seeing anybody else? You ready to take down your profile? I want you to meet my friends. Let's go away this weekend. That's what they do when they really like you. So if you're making excuses for a guy who's not acting like that, you're just making excuses, which is what happened with the original letter writer. Ultimately, you have to tell the guy the truth. You're not looking for a casual sex partner. You like him. You wish he wanted to be your boyfriend, but based on his behavior, what you're looking for and what he's looking for aren't the same thing. And that's okay, but you're going to have to let him go because you're the CEO and he's the intern and he doesn't really seem to want the job, not the job that you're offering. This is the job that he's tried to create and he's tried to create the internship where he could come in once a week and still expect to get tenure or something like that.
And you don't grant tenure to guys who come in once a week. You want guys who want to build a career here. And it's based very clearly based on his four months on the job that he doesn't want to build a career here, that he's looking for better opportunities, or he's just not that serious about work. And that's okay. Sometimes it's sad, but it is okay. You're better off with a whole new batch of interns who really want the job than to fall deeper for a man who really doesn't want the job. Got it? Good. Uh, just a reminder, uh, this is your, uh, your, your weekly reminder. It is much easier to cut loose a guy that you are not sleeping with than it is to cut loose a guy you're sleeping with, which is one of many reasons we discourage people from having sex before commitment, not because we're prudish and not because sex isn't fun. It's just much harder to end things when you've gone down that road, and especially if you've gone that, down that road for four months, six months, without having a commitment, much harder because you're kind of breaking up with your fantasy boyfriend instead of just breaking up with the guy you're fucking. Different thing. Um, all right. Today's love you love story. Uh, I like these. I like these because they always make me smile. They're always very validating as well. Um, not that I need that much validation. I've been doing this for 20 years, but it still feels good to hear love stories instead of the many, many tales of woe that we all get to uh, wallow in on a day-to-day -day basis about how terrible dating relationships men and online dating are. So here's today's love you love story. He vowed we'd be together for an eternity. He gave me his mother's ring to prove it. I said he'd have to marry me at some stage. He vowed he would never remarry. I decided it wasn't a deal breaker. On 16th of December, 2019, the carpet in my den got two dents, one from his bended knee proposing marriage, the other from my jaw hitting it. Really well written. We were married on Tuesday, the 17th of March, 2020. This sounds frightening when the pandemic started. I've kept receiving your emails throughout, and I still do, to remind me of your wisdom, to ground me as I continue to learn in this now married relationship. I launched myself into online dating when I was 62. I had hit 65 three weeks before my first date with my husband-to-be. I am now an exceedingly happy, settled, and married 74. Evan, you've been a companion at my side through this whole saga. will continue to feature in my email inbox. The biggest thank yous with the hugest appreciation in the world are not enough, so I'll add even more big thank yous attached to some notes and the profile that your company wrote, which resulted in my now being married. Rereading it after eight years, I'm struck, I'm struck by how much of what I wanted I have. Aren't I lucky? Signed, Hillary. Ah, sorry, this cold is killing me. Um, I just want to remind you guys, uh, I do this podcast because I love it. I do it this way because I love it. Um, I'm not interested in making viral YouTube videos, which is a, a, a neat coincidence Neat coincidence because I'm not making any viral YouTube videos. I really try to give great content uh, that is akin to the kind of content that you'd get uh, when you work with me as a coach. The difference is when you work with me as a coach, I actually get to talk to you and help you work on your issues. Otherwise, I, I, I do appreciate you being here, and I hope, I hope you get something out of the Love You podcast. I hope you subscribe. I want to remind you about two upcoming events before we close. First, I'm doing a recorded coaching call, right? taking three Love You clients, maybe more, not sure, um, and talking to them about their greatest fears and blind spots and limiting beliefs about love, right? the stuff that really gets in the way, their mindset, 
that's stopping them from really diving full in to the dating and relationship process. They came far enough that they invested in coaching, but they're still trepidatious about getting hurt and not trusting their judgment. So if you want to see how other women deal with these issues who are just a little further along in the process than you are, please join me. Um, I, I love doing this job. Uh, I can't say that enough. Uh, you can get access to this special event if you go to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash live stream and register for this. It takes place on the 20th of July. I believe that's a Thursday. The second event that should be on your radar is called uh, Believe in Love Bootcamp. Um, I Believe in Love is, is, is a book that I wrote years ago, but I feel like it's better delivered um, in this method um, face-to-face where I could walk you through some of the biggest things that are stopping you from finding love. So who is Believe in Love Bootcamp for? It's for anybody who's completely burnt out on dating and relationships. If you're tired of online dating, if you're afraid of being vulnerable because every guy always uh, abandons you or disappoints you, or you just really don't think your man picker is working and you're on the fence about continuing this process, you want to find love, which is why you're listening, but you are really kind of stuck because nothing you're doing is working. This is the event of a lifetime Join me to break through of your fear and your anxiety. Receive a step-by-step process. And it is broken down into a process so you could actually execute it. You're not just listening to me. You're, you're doing something that produces a tangible result. In, believing, in my Believe in Love Bootcamp, I'm going to introduce this easy seven-step process designed to letting go of the past, embracing the present, and dating with confidence. It's small group coaching. You're going to get personal attention. And it's an amazing opportunity to take action. All you got to do, go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash bootcamp, register for the event before it sells out. My name is Evan Mark Katz. This is the Love You Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please click on subscribe. If you're on YouTube, click on the bell. If you want to get notified when new content comes out, if you're listening on a, on a podcast app, please leave me a review. Um, that's what lets people know that you're enjoying this. That's lets the world know and the algorithm know that people are listening. Um, the podcast is rising in the rankings. It feels really good to, to see the audience growing and growing. I think we had over uh, 47,000 downloads last month, which is wonderful news. So, uh, keep up the great work and thank you for all those positive reviews. And if after all that I said today, you are like, I'm in. I believe. I hear these love stories I wanted for myself and I want to work closely with you, Evan. Go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash apply and uh, I will give you that relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood for the rest of your life. Uh, Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye-bye. Are you the woman who has everything except a man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkcats.com and click on the apply for coaching button to get started.